Hey friends, it's Corey Andrew Powell here, letting you know it's time to treat yourself with an exclusive Motivational Mondays deal at the NSLS shop. Listeners get 20% off shop-wide with the code MONDAYS. That's M-O-N-D-A-Y-S. Need a new coffee tumbler? Or perhaps you want to keep it classy with a new hardcover notebook? Well, get them on sale. Listen, with this deal, I'm tempted to trade in my bow tie collection for one of those cute NSLS hoodies. And don't forget, use code MONDAYS at checkout. That's M-O-N-D-A-Y-S. Enjoy that 20% off at shop.nsls.org. And stay motivated, leaders. Stay motivated. NSLS alumna Jalen McKee is a multifaceted communications expert who heads her own agency, J. McKee & Co. Jalen joined me recently in a discussion about how tenacity and fearlessness helped put her on the right path to career success. I'm Corey Andrew Powell, your host, and this is Motivational Mondays. I'm joined by Jayla McKee. She is the founder and CEO of Jay McKee & Co., and it's a boutique publicity PR firm. Jaylen, welcome to Motivational Mondays. Oh, well, thank you for having me, Corey. I'm so happy to be here on this lovely Monday. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're getting through it. We had a little technical difficulty in the beginning, That's but okay. we are united. Yes, right. It's okay. We got through it. You are a go-getter. That's just the first thing I have to say about you. When I know how hard you've worked and then you have the entrepreneurial spirit, you started your own company. But just to go back a little bit, you are a former graduate of Savannah State University. Yes. Yes, I am. Many people would go, wow, that's a prestigious HBCU. But then I heard on a podcast, you were discussing how you initially had Spelman on your mind when you were, when you were first looking. <laughs> I did. I did my research. And so I was really curious to know how that transition happened from the dream of going to Spelman to then, you know, really rocking at Savannah State and just reshaping your future. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. So basically my cousin, I had an older cousin who attended Morehouse College back when I was still in high school. And so I got a chance to really experience, you know, outside of watching like Drumline and Stump the Yard, the feeling of actually stepping foot on an HBCU campus, especially during homecoming season, which is like one of the like the huge highlights of attending an HBCU. I attended Spellhouse Homecoming, which is when Morehouse and Spelman College kind of have their homecomings happening at the same time. And I was like maybe like in the ninth grade and I instantly I fell in love. I, I felt like I was at home. I'm like, this is where I need to be. My cousin is already here. This is going to be great. I went and bought like a future Spelmanite shirt and I intentionally did not apply for that many colleges because I wanted to just go to Spelman. So fast forward, I was in this program called Upward Bound. Um, And so it was kind of like a college readiness program that kind of helps prepare high school students into attending college and making them college bound. So our program was with Georgia State. And my Upward Bound instructor had a lot of different connections at all of the schools in Georgia. So I actually ended up getting put on the waiting list at Spelman College. And I was completely devastated. You know, my mom was like, well, you can just go to Georgia State because you went to Georgia State in high school. Like, you know, you did their dual enrollment program. I'm like, no, like, I don't want to do that. It's not an HBCU. And then time was running out because at this point it was August. 
And my upper band um, director was like, okay, well, you have three other options. You can go to Savannah State, you can go to Albany State, or you can go to Fort Valley, and then you can just transfer to Spelman your sophomore year. And I was so devastated. I didn't know nothing about a Savannah State child. And the only reason why I picked Savannah State out of Fort Valley and Albany State was the fact that they had palm trees. You know, I knew that from that interview. I was like waiting for you to say that because you were like, look, they had palm trees, beaches, and sand. So I'm like, all right. And that's how you know the story is is truthful because my sentiments are still the same. (laughs) Right, right. Why I think that story is so important is because it's an example of being pliable and being flexible, right? When you think you have a predetermined idea. The beautiful thing about it was I did not even realize in the moment, like Savannah State chose me. I didn't choose Savannah State. And that's evident. And literally though, when I stepped foot on Savannah State's campus, I fell in love. It was beyond the palm trees. It was like, literally, I felt like the faculty and staff were my family because I almost did not get housing. And the fact that the woman who was now still my mentor to this day was responsible for getting me housing and, you know, just really kind of becoming a part of my village and cultivating me into a student leader. Like literally for someone who did not want to attend Savannah State, I did everything. I was the queen of the university. I was Miss Savannah State University. I was a student orientation leader. I was a part of a modeling group. I was a part of student government. Literally, like you name it, like I, I did it at Savannah State. But, you know, Savannah State is home. It'll, I will always forever and always rep my orange and blue. And, you know, I'm just really grateful for just the HBCU experience as a whole. Yeah, I think uh, for me coming up, the whole era was like the Cosby show and then the spinoff of Different World, right? So that was a whole, like for the for me in my, I guess, that time, late teens, early 20s, that show, A Different World, really, really pushed forward the whole idea about HBCUs. I think a lot of Black kids who had not even considered that. Like, just like I had my heart set on Spelman, that's all I knew. You know, and I feel like that is so that's why it's so important for students to just get exposed to other HBCUs. It wasn't the fact that I had anything against Savannah State. I just didn't know about it. And so that just goes to show you like there are so many other HBCUs and like every HBCU brings a little bit something different. Like what attracted me more to Savannah State on top of that was the fact that once I realized I wanted to go into journalism and, you know, mass communications, Savannah State was is the only one out of two universities in the state of Georgia that's a, that has an accredited program for that. And the other university is University of Georgia. So it was like UGA or Savannah State, you know? So I, like that was something that I was proud of. And, you know, I even actually had an opportunity to transfer to Spelman my sophomore year and I turned it down. <laughs> oh, isn't that something? No, again, that's a wonderful lesson for, you know, everything that you think you want in life, if you go out and just experience things, you never know how the the road will turn, right? That's amazing. The idea of, which I think is a good takeaway now too for college students, you know, our audience are all young people who are about to, they're either entering college or they're graduating college shortly. So the lesson from that is to definitely explore programs, right? When you or like what schools have maybe the things you're interested in and you also mentioned the accreditation which is a really big deal when it comes to your academia to make sure you have credited courses in the field you want to go in. And that's a better determining factor, right, for going to college versus, you know, like your cousin went there, no offense. 
Because even at Spelman, I was still trying to make it work. You know, like there was no mass communications degrees. It was the, the closest thing there was English. That was that would have been related to me. So I think that that is also important to, you know, figure out what exactly it is that you want to do. Because whereas the college experience, it's great, but you also want to plan for life after graduation because ultimately you're there to be a student and you're there to get a degree. You are interested in, at that point, journalism, you mentioned, and, and marketing and media, sort of communications. Is that the area you went into? Yes. Yeah, so originally being that I wanted to be a an English, well, I thought I wanted to be an English major at Spelman. I just took over that same major at Savannah State. However, again, the village, the people who just became really invested in me as a human being and me as a student, a lot of people were like, I think you would be really great in the journalism department. Maybe you should look into it. And so I did. And when I tell you, like, I fell in love, like, I literally, I remember, like, as a freshman, like, marching up to the provost's office and I was like, I need an internship. And she's like, girl, wait until your junior year. I'm like, no, I need to know what this is like now. And so I I just, I fell in love with the art of language. I fell in love with the art of publicity. I had this adjunct professor who just really changed my outlook. And I always knew what I wanted to do, but I couldn't really put it into words. And it spoke like, you know, just journalism, mass communications, Public relations specifically just really speaks to who I am as a person, as a leader. And I didn't even realize I was even becoming this PR person for my campus, you know, as Miss Savannah State. Ultimately, you're a walking brand ambassador and, you know, making placements and headlines in Ebony Magazine. That's a form of publicity. So I didn't even realize when I was on Savannah State's campus, like I was already becoming this person of who I knew I was going to be after graduation. I just needed to just get the formal training. I needed the formal terminology and just take that and run with it. That's important too, because one of the great things about this podcast is that I get to talk to people who do different sorts of jobs and different career paths. And the idea of communication and someone who is a a language specialist in PR, that is a career that many people might not have considered. And I love how you just described that because you and I are very aligned with that communication. I love the written word. Very often people come to me for personal projects to help them sort of convey to the public what they want to say. And it's a powerful skill when you discover you can do it. You help people communicate. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a huge responsibility. People don't realize that PR is one of the stressful jobs like in the whole entire world. It's like number five on the list. Like next to being a police officer, next to being a surgeon, you have a publicist. Right, right. Well, you know, it's funny. Well, I know you have a, in your tagline, you have continuing Olivia Pope's work, I believe is what the tagline said in your bio. Continuing Olivia Pope's legacy in real life. So fair enough. Again, full circle moment. It was like, I think right around the time I actually had got inducted into the National Society of Leadership and Success. I actually, this when I made the decision to run for Miss Savannah State, I was getting all these accolades. I was sitting front row at the honors convocation. I just got inducted into in the National Society of Leadership and Success. And literally, Olivia Pope was like, well, first off, Scandal, the show Scandal that Olivia Pope was a character on, was all I watched in college. Like that was, that, first of all, If you even had time to watch TV, kudos to you. But like I made it my business because I just felt so connected to the character. And I'm like, maybe this is an idea of what I want to do. So like I literally I watched the show. I fell in love with, you know, Carrie Washington. And I said, I'm going to make this the theme. 
for when I run for Miss Savannah State. And I'm going to treat, a lot of people don't know this, but I treated my campaign running to be Miss Savannah State as a real publicity campaign. And I wanted to see if I was even capable of pursuing this as a career. And honestly, that was my goal. And I made a bet with myself. And I said, if I win, I'm going to be a publicist. If I'm not going to win, I'm going to try to do something else. Wow. Wow. So you went out and really like campaigned, like it was in real time that you were on a promotional campaign to win this title. Yes. And you won that title. Yes. (laughs) And then you became a publicist. (laughs) Now, many people don't realize too, I I guess they do now, but the fact that at the time they didn't really know that Judy Smith was the actual publicist who was behind the Olivia Pope character. So many people didn't know that at first, but she is a prominent, well, she's an African-American woman. Very much a real person. (laughs) Yeah, she's a real, but I love how she has to clarify that she did not have an affair with George Bush, though. I love her uh, clarifying that because Olivia Pope did have an affair with the president on on the show. But you bring up an interesting point. You mentioned how it's a stressful job. So a lot of people think that, oh, it's fun, you're around celebrities and you get to go to parties. Now, granted, that can be a part of it, too. But when you look at someone like Judy Smith, she had to handle things like the Monica Lewinsky scandal. She had to handle Michael Vick, who got in trouble because of the whole dog fighting thing. And then I think there was um, yes. uh, and Paula Dean. I mean, we don't even have to get into Paula Dean. We all know. But that said, it is a very high stressful job. Thank you for listening to Motivational Mondays presented by the National Society of Leadership and Success and available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Corey Andrew Powell, and I'll see you again here next week.